So one of the worst parts, in my opinion, of running a practice myself was trying to figure out super bills and trying to keep track of super bills as well. Here's what I would get. Nobody would tell me they want a super bill. And then six months later, I'd get an email letting me know they needed six super bills so they could submit for out of network reimbursement. And I had to go back in and try to figure out what I saw them for and put everything together correctly for them. This is where a company like PT Everywhere solves this problem and creates a ton of time freedom for me. All of the super bills for anybody that we see within this platform with our local practice is housed within their member portal. So they actually can access it themselves. We can see it. We can print it off with one click. You know, we can actually track all their payments, their memberships, their packages that they have and send them out anything they need from a documentation standpoint, all in one simple, easy to track place. This saves a ton of time and it's really made it seamless for us to be able to have better communication on the reimbursement side with our clients that are requesting it. So if you are in practice for yourself, you're thinking about going into a cash practice, I highly recommend heading over to pteverywhere.com, checking out what they got going on because it has helped us a ton. We use it personally and I highly recommend that you use it within your practice as well. So here's the question. How do physical therapists like us who don't want to see 30 patients a day, who don't want to work home health and have real student loans create a career and life for ourselves that we've always dreamed about? This is the question and this podcast is the answer. My name is Danny Matei. And welcome to the PT Entrepreneur Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Doc Danny here with the PT Entrepreneur Podcast. And today we're talking about imposter syndrome. So I get this all the time with younger or newer clinicians that we get a chance to work with that are just starting out in business, even clinicians that are uh, very seasoned, great clinicians, uh, you know, ha- have, have been around for a while, feel very competent and their ability to work with basically anybody that comes through their door. We often see that there is this feeling of being an imposter, imposter syndrome, uh, as you go out on your own to start your own practice. This is a very difficult thing to deal with. And it's one of the things that will literally derail your ability to grow your business. And the funny thing is, oftentimes the people that actually can help uh, other folks lack confidence and conviction and have imposter syndrome. There's something called the Dunning-Kruger effect where people that literally are you know, uh, unskilled or un- underqualified think that they can can actually uh, accomplish something and they have this sort of false sense of reality uh, in their abilities. And the opposite of this is what we tend to see in people that uh, that we end up working with that are, you know, good clinicians that lack the confidence to be able to help other people uh, because they're worried. They're worried, well, what if I can't get them better? Or what if they say no? Or what if they don't come back? Or what if um, they, you know, they tell their friends, I'm not very good at something. It's like all these what ifs, all these things that we're worried about, uh, derail people from ever even taking the step that they need to, towards being able to help the people that they actually want to help. So imposter syndrome is something that we all have to work through. It's something that I've had to work through clinically. Uh, when I went into business for myself, when I started teaching, you know, going around the world, teaching for Kelly Stretch group and, you know, not, uh, not, not being what I felt was like a world-class strength coach or clinician. And here I am representing somebody that is and, and teaching this methodology and this framework. And, um, 
if you don't have any confidence with that, it comes across in a really negative way with a group of 50 people that have flown in to learn about something. There's, there's a lot of pressure associated with that. And what I found was, as I worked through some of these imposter syndromes that I still get to this day, like even to, to this day, sometimes I wonder like, man, why am I sharing all this information about business and personal development? And there's plenty of people that are better at business and are better people. <laughs> like maybe they should share some of this information and lessons learned that, that they have as well. But I think the, the, the lack of a hundred percent, you know, conviction just means that you're probably not an asshole as well, right? There's a humility element to it, but that, that humility, um, it, it is, you have to balance it with also the conviction that you need to be able to do the things that you have to do to make the changes in the world that you want to see be made. And when I talk to people about having imposter syndrome, here's the number one way that I've found to, to really help with that. And it is to have a strong understanding of what you're trying to do and why it's important, not how much money you're trying to make, not how many visits you want to have, but a, a deep belief, a deep understanding of why you are doing the thing that you're doing. You know, and for me, I can give you sort of my deep why of why I share this information. And <clears throat> it pushes me forward with, you know, writing a book and putting myself out there and uh, you know, like we, we are advertising more than we ever have as well. And it's so funny, like the, the negative comments you get on like a YouTube video or a Facebook post or whatever, like if you don't have a deep belief that what you're doing really matters to push past that, it's very easy to get frustrated and, you know, take things personally from people that you don't even know, or really don't affect your mission one bit, but that's normal. Like if it was easy and everybody was like, oh yeah, everything is great. Like this guy's awesome. Let's just, you know, I'll do this thing. Never going to get that because there's, there's people that are constantly going to push back against what they perceive as being incorrect or, uh, in moving people in the wrong direction. Or, or when you stick your head out, like you definitely, you know, they say like the, the nail that sticks out, gets hammered back in. It's, it's true in some ways, but you got to keep doing it <laughs> because you have to really know why you're doing what you're doing. And for me, I always looked at, being able to work with people. And it is sort of just as I was evolved. Initially, I wanted to help teach people how to take care of themselves long-term and be able to teach people around them uh, so that there was a spillover effect in people learning how to manage their own health and wellness. This is the entire mission of what Kelly started. It resonated with me to the point where I felt compelled to leave the military to teach for this, this person. And to, to do that and to, you know, thousands of people over uh, the course of a few years, uh, around the world, like that, that, that's what drove me when I went into private practice, I wanted to take those same principles and apply them in a one-on-one -on -one setting where I could really spend time with people, build a relationship, educate them on how to we're resolving problems, but teaching them how to, you know, take care of themselves so that there's a net positive health effect that occurs from that. Cause everybody that works with us, the goal is not just to fix them or whatever you want to call it. The goal is to help them get out of a, a pain state into a state where they can move, where they enjoy moving, where they understand that sleep is important, where they understand that stress management is important, where they understand that nutrition plays a lot into how their body feels and, and start to give them these resources, this information that is going to pay dividends for them and potentially their family for generations. That's the goal. Generational family health is what we really try to, to build. And once I got to a point where my schedule was full in order for me to help more people, 
I had to hire other people and teach them this framework that we were using where we we're getting outcomes and we we're helping people live, you know, really active lives and, 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 and enjoy the people around them more. And that, that was, that was it. That was the mission. So in order to, to help more people, we had to grow past ourselves. We had to hire other people. We had to train other people. We had to become better at understanding business so that we could bring those people on and teach them uh, how to be successful in the same way that we had. And we had to learn how to market so we could get more people in the door. Then we learned how to sell so we could actually have revenue that supported our mission. Otherwise, there's no mission. When Ashley was running nonprofits, they're so heavily you know, based off of donors. But like, if there's no money, there's no mission. And if you have no money in your business, there's no mission. Don't start a business just to make money. Start a business to change something that you think is important, change people's lives, change you know, the, the scope of health uh, in the world. And then from, from there, we realized that we had figured some things out that we wanted to be able to share with other providers because the net effect of me hiring a few people in Atlanta and working with a few thousand people over the last couple of years versus now, you know, we've had over 800 clinicians that have gone through different coaching programs that we, that we have. And currently about a hundred people in our mastermind that we work with a very intimate way on a, on an ongoing basis, then all of them, let's just, let's just take those hundred people those 100 people, let's say they each see 250 new people per year. That's 25,000 people that we've had a net positive effect on with clinicians that are really helping people long-term, teaching them, empowering them, educating them, and helping them live a healthier life. The, the net positive effect on health that we are able to achieve through the leverage and, and, and the, the scale of all these other people by sharing what we learned, not on the clinical side, but on the, the actual business side, which allows them to then bring somebody else on and serve more people. The mission has always been about how do we create long-term positive change in people's health and wellness, as many people as we possibly can. That's what drives me. That's what drives me not paying attention to some comment that somebody might leave on an Instagram post or a Facebook post or whatever, or somebody that maybe has something bad to say about what we're doing or disagrees with our methodology or thinks that cash practices are greedy and whatever else people might want to say. I'm not a robot. I see this stuff. I read this stuff. And it used to bother me a lot more than it does now. The reason is because I'm very clear on what we're doing. I know what our intentions are. And I know that me getting, it's the mission is more important than my discomfort at times. And that's what you have to ask yourself. If you're struggling with imposter syndrome and you don't have a deep reason why you're doing something, it's very easy to take that negative information or those setbacks you're in, inevitably going to have and just quit and go back to doing something else. Cause it's just about money. That's not enough. It's not deep enough to have you really push past some uh, areas of discomfort. And if you're more worried about what other people think about you than your ability to achieve whatever your deep reason is, it's not important enough to you. It needs to be more than a superficial reason. Because if you're like me and your goal was to help empower people to live a longer, more active life and enjoy the people around them and enjoy the world while they're here with their only vehicle in life, which is their body, that's a hell of a reason to not worry about somebody that doesn't want to refer people your way. It's a hell of a reason to ignore a negative review that somebody might put on your Google, you know, my business page or Yelp or whatever, 
or somebody that, you know, decides that they don't want to work with you. Uh, and, and there's, there's an ego element with that, right? Like it hurts, but when you know what you're doing and what you're moving towards is unwavering, that conviction you gain from that is so helpful. And early on, especially as you're just getting started, that's the variable that makes the biggest difference. Your conviction in your mission and what you're doing is going to put you in the right frame of mind to where you're going to do the difficult things you have to do. You're going to learn the skills that you have to learn. You're going to put the work in that you have to put in, and you're not going to quit and go back to something that you may not hate, but you don't love. And you're not able to make the change in the people around you, in the world, in whatever, in the profession that you want to make because you lack the conviction to push past some of the discomfort and the challenges that we're going to inevitably run into. And it's just pain. It's just short-term uh, pain, right? And it can happen frequently. <laughs> For I can't even remember how many people have turned me down uh, either to work with them or to do a workshop somewhere or you know, people that have I've gone to teach workshops and nobody showed up. Like these are the things that kill your confidence. They hurt and they challenge your conviction. But if you always have that thing to come back to, that really tells you why you're doing what you're doing and it helps center you and keep you on that path where you're not just focused on the highs and the lows, which we, we go, we, we get too high when we win something and we get too low whenever we lose. And if we can just stay the path and understand what we're moving towards, we're really able to stay very, you know, have good emotional control, but not be emotionless as we move towards the goal that we want to achieve, which has to be bigger than us. It has to be bigger than money. It has to be bigger than just replacing your income. And if it's not, you're going to get challenged by some negativity that's going to affect you in a way that's going to, you know, really have you question whether you're doing the right thing or not. So if you want to kill imposter syndrome, get very clear on why you're actually doing this. Not superficial. I'm talking deep reason. You know, and I explained mine, I talked to you about mine. You have to come up with your own. Maybe it's similar. Maybe it's totally different. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It has to be yours. You have to have it. And you have to remember what it is when times get tough because the chances are they either already tough or they're going to be tough and you can't get away from it. Hey, wait a minute. Just to let you guys know, we are closing in on 200 views on iTunes. That's crazy. Most podcasts hardly get to 100 views, let alone 200. And this is such a niche-specific PT business podcast. That's wild. So let's try to rally the troops and get to 200 reviews for this podcast. The first thing you need to do is you got to subscribe to this sucker, whether it's on iTunes or any other platform that you're listening to on, so you know when new episodes are coming out. The next thing, make sure that you leave a review. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I read all of them. It means a lot to me. Next thing, guys, take a screenshot of whatever episode you're listening to and put it in your stories on Instagram and tag me in it. That's at Danny Matei PT. If you do this, I will repost it. So you'll get a bump. I'll get a bump. We'll share this information with a lot more people because that's the goal, guys. We want to get this information in front of a lot more people. So take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories, tag me in it, and I will repost it. So here we go. Let's try to get to 200 reviews for the podcast. Thanks for listening.